0: welcome to how do you write i'm your host rachel heron and this is a bonus episode brought to you directly by my five dollar patrons if you'd like me to be your mini coach for less than a large mocha frappuccino you can join too at patreon.com slash rachel well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 160 of How Do You Write. I'm Rachel Herron. This is a bonus mini podcast, and I'm recording this on December 26th. It is the only episode of the podcast that will come out this week because I'm trying to take a little bit of downtime during this holiday week because uh, everybody else around me is too. So I've still got work to do that I've been doing, but I'm trying to spend a little bit more time lying down, reading books. Uh, but I didn't want to miss sending out an episode of the podcast. So I decided to answer this question from Mary. And her question is a fascinating one at the risk of potentially losing listeners. Um, try to keep an open mind on this one. Uh, I, it's going to be a little woo-woo, friends. Strap in. Hold on. Here we go. Mary asks, you've mentioned working with the tarot in your writing. Can you spend a couple of minutes on what that process looks like? I know not everyone's process will be the same, but I'm looking for suggestions on how to start working with the tarot in my own writing. Okay, so tarot, some people have already clicked off their radio. Uh, I am not a witch, nor do I play one on TV. I think of witches and Wiccans in exactly the same way that I think of priests and uh, pastors and Buddhist nuns and um, any kind of authority figure in a spiritual practice. I am not an authority figure in any spiritual practice, but I will confess to you that I do believe that there is some um, unifying spirit or force in this universe in which we live that sometimes gives us pushes in the right direction. I kind of don't laugh. Think about it like the force in the star Wars movies. Um, don't know what it is, but sometimes you can feel it. You know that you should do X and when you are trying to live as well and as, um, ethically and morally sound helping others as well as yourself, then, uh, we can drop into that intuition and listen to what our own guts say. Basically, the force is <laughs> the force for me is located in my gut. If I am doing right, I know it. If I am doing wrong, ugh, it just feels sick and like this green feeling in my body, and not a good green, like a sick green. Uh, and I know it's wrong. And that's um, my definition of spirituality. Uh, you probably have a much better and more clear definition of that. I'm kind of an agnostic with a uh, spiritual bent basically. But I really like tarot cards. I believe, um, that they are, I've I've been working with them for probably a year and a half. I believe they're a really direct way to get to our subconscious in a very Jungian way. Uh, when you look at the archetypes that are in every civilization and every community, um, that have been projected throughout the ages. Uh, the tarot cards are just another depiction of that. And when we ask a question and we are presented with a picture, our brains make a connection between the question and the picture. And it's a way to um, hear our intuition talking in a way that sometimes we can't quite get to just by sitting at a desk and thinking. So uh, Mary, I thought that the best way for me to do this would be actually to do a little drawing here and tell you how I'm doing it. So, um, this week as so many weeks, I'm shuffling the cards right now. Um, I have been struggling with getting to the page, uh, which is 100% normal for me. And this week it's fine. It's holiday week. Next week it will not be fine. Um, but I'd like to ask them, I'd like to ask this, this particular tarot deck, which is the everyday witch, which is really kind of just adorable. It's an adorable deck. Um, uh, why am I having trouble getting to the page? And I'm just going to pick a, pick a card. Um, (laughs) okay. It is the two of wands, which is, um, wands are about creativity and fire kind of like the fire element. Um, twos are about decisions. It, this is displaying to me that it is possible that I'm having a problem deciding between options. And I absolutely am. I have two options in front of me right now that I am being pushed and pulled to work on both of them. And I don't know what to do. So what I do when I don't know what to do is I kind of freeze. Uh, I don't do anything. I just read books and, and do all of my other work and not writing. Um, you've heard me talk about this. So this is a very literal card for me to draw. Um, uh, and the two of wands is also to me, and it's all about how you interpret the card. You can get all these books to help you and stuff, but you can also just look at the card and say, how does this make you feel? Um, this card makes me feel potentiality. It makes me feel excitement that something is beginning Um, it's still early on in a process. It makes me feel confident that I will make the right choice and that the choices ahead of me are good. And that is what I feel. And I didn't know if I could have articulated that as well before I drew this card. Um, I'm having a problem getting to the page because I am overwhelmed by the excellent choices that I have. And if you had drawn the same card with the same question, your brain and your intuition might've given you a very different story, um, using the symbolism on the card and what the card is, um, referring to in terms of its number and its, uh, suit basically, um, that would have been exactly right for you because your intuition, your, the back of your brain is putting together those answers. Um, but if you're using it in terms of fiction, Um, let's, so I'm going to ask a question about my character, Jillian, and this is something I've been struggling to answer. I've been working, I've been struggling with her character arc and the reason why she doesn't connect with other women. Well, why doesn't she connect with other women? Well, this book is kind of about connection between, uh, women and their friendships. So, I kind of have her backstory. I kind of know what it's about. Um, and I haven't, I haven't tried this. So let's, um, draw a random card. Why doesn't Jillian connect well with other women? I got the Hierophant, which I do not know if I'm pronouncing correctly. It might be Hierophant. The Hierophant in this particular deck is, uh, symbolized by a beautiful yoga teacher <laughs> leading a class. I just lost six more listeners by saying that. um, so why she's not connecting. And this is, this could be very, very true for Jillian. Jillian is a doctor. Um, the Hierophant is all about um, systems of power and learning and teaching. And Jillian has kind of felt like she is high in her own estimation and does have a hard time um, connecting people to people who are not within the rigid system of, me- the, of medicine that she is in. So I can read it as either she, it might be good for Jillian to realize that, to let down some of her regard. Um, I can also read this card as she needs more, she needs more teaching. She needs to learn more about how to be a friend. And perhaps she needs to be looking for a mentor in friendship, um, which this yoga teacher on this particular card would symbolize. A lot of times this is the Pope card, um, but that's really uh, patriarchal and this deck dispensed with that patriarchal nonsense. Um, so perhaps she needs to look for a teacher. And that is really resonating with me as I say it, because uh, the woman in the book that she connects with the most, that she wants to be taught by, how to be a good friend is spoiler alert, of course, the bad guy. Um, so just playing with those ideas, playing with that card. It didn't, it didn't tell me how to write the next scene. Um, but it could, it could do that. Let's try that. Um, I actually don't know what my next scene is going to be, but it probably has to be something, uh, about Jillian's soon to be ex-husband. How should I write this scene? This card, you guys, I'm doing this off the top and this may not work at all, but I believe it will um, how should this next scene go? I pulled the 10 of wands, um, which is about burdens, which is about carrying heavy objects and feeling overwhelmed, uh, at this point, I, you basically with tarot, you're, you're examining, it's a line into your subconscious, your unconscious, and you get to decide how you feel about this. Um, Jillian is going to be feeling very burdened, very overwhelmed by everything that is happening around her. But I also kind of read myself in this. Um, I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed and burdened by everything that I need to, you know, do in this book in order to make it a really good one. Cause somebody already bought it and I need to make it good. So I'm kind of feeling both of those things. And I'm feeling relief at saying those words out loud and having it be okay. Um, so I hope that helps a little bit about how I use the tarot cards. They don't, um, they don't always direct me in exactly what's going to happen next. Uh, but if I was to be literal about this particular draw, yes, I would have Jillian try to manage a lot of things and fail at doing so. Um, or, feel like she is going to fail at doing so. So it actually could feed into a scene, but perhaps it's really talking to me about my emotions and about how I need to um, maybe manage some of the other burdens that I'm carrying around. So it's super fun. What I'm saying is it's super fun to play with. And you heard me answering, um, or explaining what the cards meant. And that is only because I've spent some time working with them. I, there's so many books out there to help you learn how to do it. But I think, um, the ultimate guide to tarot card meanings is probably the best that I know, um, by Bridget Esselmont, um, she's really, really wonderful. She's an Australian. She has a great podcast. If you're interested in, um, just kind of learning about tarot and what the cards mean and how to do things, um, you get to create your meaning from this. I'd recommend her podcast. I'd recommend her book, Bridget Esselmont, E-S-S-E-L-M-O-N-T. And thank you so much for the question, Mary. That was super fun. And I hope that you all are having a wonderful move out of 2019 and into 2020. Next week, I will be doing my annual tradition of talking about how much I made in the year before and how I made it, where those streams of income came from. So I will be doing that next week. I'll look forward to talking to you then. I hope that you are getting some writing done and we'll talk soon, my friend. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write?